welcome to episode 13 of The Vault, unlucky for some. Indeed. We're doing something a little bit different today. Um, we're taking it back to kind of episode one vibes, aren't we? Yeah. We're going to be uh, doing a video game movie. Yep. And in light of Tomb Raider's new movie knowledge potentially gonna get a new movie isn't it well i think it's confirmed i didn't really look that much into it i just saw a random thing well i saw loads of people getting really excited on twitter so i'm gonna take this as a big fact yes okay then um doesn't surprise me so we're gonna talk about tomb raider sung in the tune of goldfinger yeah (laughs) she's the girl the girl who's obsessed with her dad yeah but not as much in this one well, we'll get to that. So we're oh. going to do the... Was it... Did it was it... Blah, 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 blah. Flabber de Flood. 2017, 2018. 2018. March. Yes. March last year, I think it was. I thought it was April. No, because I went to that meet-up in Derby. Right. To see it. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. So Alicia Vikander, starring as Lara Croft. She is indeed. I wasn't too sure to begin with. No, likewise. Not going to lie. It warmed to her quite quickly, though. I thought she was pretty good. Yeah. But we'll go into that further in a sec. Based, this is kind of, the plot of this film is based on the 2013 game. Yes. So you have Lara Croft (laughs) going (laughs) in search of Yamatai. Indeed. And Himiko, the sun goddess, Mm -hmm. to sort of, you know, find out. Some stuff. From old Dickie boy. Yeah. Dearest daddy. Now, as his main kind of common knowledge to our pals i'm not a huge fan of the modern tomb raiders the 2013 plus reboot saga yeah but that's you know another story for another day if you um enjoy those games good stuff i'm not judging you for it it's just my personal opinion and as always on the vault it's just opinion based and it means absolutely nothing Indeed. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Anything that um if you didn't enjoy it, if you enjoyed it, ace. That's Great. all good. Um and as always, it is a bit of a spoiler. It's just full of spoilers, this is so if you want a spoiler free review The whole thing is this riddled. Ain't for you, huh? It is riddled with spoilers. It's it, riddled. It needs shooting in the face. Needs, That's how it, riddled it, it is. It is so infected with spoilers, it is, you know, yeah. It's, it's just so spo- spoiled. Sp- it's spoiled and soiled. Yeah, in, yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah, that was a bit far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So we went to watch this film. I went to see it first. You went to see it first. In so Derby. In Derby. I don't know how they speak there, so I could just be butchering Derby. it. I don't really know. No, I don't either. I just know it's north. But did you have here. a lovely time? It was very good. I'm asking you this yeah. like a year later. Yeah, did I you know. Have nice yeah, it was about a year and a half ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, met a lot of the, uh, the old Tomb Raider crew, you know. Corey and the likes. I really need to come with you guys and Somewhere. gals on something because everything that's gone on, it's either really not my bag, i.e. climbing up mountains because soz Hans, I can't do that. But yeah, we're not. We're not. We don't climbing. need to talk about the great kayak trip of 2018. We won't be doing a, ca- a climb again, like not like a mountain climb. To my knowledge, and that, you know, unless someone is up even for a it, quick scramble, I'm not. It's not my best. This is literally we're walking along a path on this next one. <laughs> but this one, I okay. This one I couldn't come to because I was I was working. You've got things to do. Not too far. Yeah, and then we're away. But anyway, yeah. So that's when I first saw it, and there was like a little, you know, special screening set up. Um, at the quad in Derby for a, like a. Little... Shout out to Luke Hill. Indeed, and all the, the a, and all of the old uh, some of the old Tomb Raider lot were there, mm. the old Tomb Raider devs and whatnot, and uh, Judith Gibbons. So. 
You've met Judith twice now. Yeah, it was quite cool. I'm not going to lie. It was amazing, especially when she was like saying lines to us. It was like, oh my God. I bet that is nuts. It's so bizarre because it's like, here's a voice I've heard from my whole childhood and she's just here in front of me. Saying it like to my face. Like a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. So, yeah, no, I thought, I didn't know what to think of it at the, at the beginning. Um, Were I, you pleased that you had another kind of viewing of it? Yes, and it helped a lot, our second viewing, which is the one we need to talk about, really. Oh, my God. I'm well 4DX, impressed. people. It's the future, babes. I love how we, me and you speak about it. I feel like... I feel like we come up with the fucking thing with that, like, balls of the walls excited about it. Sometimes like, I feel 4DX, like, though... rain, sir... Well, there's no I sir, feel a bit like an old person who's just discovered a telephone for the first time. <laughs> So, like, there's some people I go to and I'll be like, have you ever been to 4DX? And I'll be like, yeah, I've been four times. Yeah, And, and you're like, know. you're not excited. Why aren't you excited about it? It's just, well, I mean, I don't know what any other films are like. This is the only one I've been in. But it was incredible. Well, I, a bit off topic, but kind of on topic. Okay, good. They were showing Bohemian Rhapsody. Which doesn't make sense. In, in my mind, anyway. And I was like, how? But this is before we'd seen it, me yeah. and my mother and you, because you've seen it recently. Yeah. Shout out to my imaginary husband, Rami Malek. Um, <laughs> sorry there, James. Oh, uh, weather. It's fine. <laughs> I've got loads of husbands on the go. <sighs> Groan. But yeah, so I was like, how would they even make that work? And then when we went to... Well, I sort of thought this after we'd been to 4DX anyway, because I was thinking, how are they going to work that? But that's besides the point. So you go in, and there's like safety announcements, aren't there? Like, strap yourself in, literally. As if you're getting onto a ride. Yeah, so I started to panic a bit, because I was like, okay, well, you can't be this. You can't be pregnant. I was like, well, I'm not pregnant. But I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. If, how if they're not letting like pregnant ladies sit on this thing, what what's it going to do to me? Yeah. So we put our little seat belts on. <laughs> And we sort of like we had a chat to a couple like a couple of people near us. Random as we were sort of like, okay, are you as kind of freaked out as we are because we have no idea what's going on? So we sat in the seats, and then the army trailer started, didn't it? Sort of give you a little taster of what to expect. And it played like every sense and movement and everything. So really cool. When you're in 4DX, everything's going on. So you have fans on the walls. You've got... um, Water being sprayed on you. There's fragrances. There's a weird thing that comes out of the bottom of the seat and tickles your arm. Your your arm? Your (laughs) legs. Tickles your your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the seat beats you up The seat really hammers you to the ground. It it feels like you've done a workout when you come out of there. So I was very cynical and sceptical when going into this because I think I was so... Somewhat disappointed. Well, I wasn't somewhat. I was disappointed with the games. They're not bad games, but I just, to me, they're not Tomb Raider games. But again, we'll go into that another time properly when we get to talk about them. Yeah. Um. So I went in with a very, very, very little to no expectation because I was like, "What's the point?" Yeah. And I wasn't really too thrilled with the casting to start with because I thought, well, it's one of them, isn't it? If if something's kind of near and dear to your heart as a subject matter, like if they did. I suppose it, some people felt the same when the Angelina Jolie one came out and they were like, well, she's not Lara. Because I think everyone has their own... It's like, you know, when they do about it, yeah. adaptations from novels. Yeah, you have ideas like, of what's going to work. That's not who that person should, should look like or should be cast by whatever. So that was one of those things. And I was 100% stunned after I'd watched that film. Yeah. I was so surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, even with the subject matter. <laughs> subject matter yeah well i have this huge thing about this whole daddy issue bollocks because it's something that the original character of lara croft never had and she like binned him off early 
Well, they... Well, they binned her off. Well, yeah, so basically the original plot point was that she was born into aristocracy. They tried to marry her off, which she just wasn't having, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, this is really sort of paraphrasing it. And then she's just sort of done her own thing and, and found archaeology through her own sort of volition and want and will to do it. Yeah. Whereas with this, it's like, well, daddy did it. Daddy's disappeared and we think that daddy's dead. So I need to go and find him. Yeah. So that was a bit of a big eye roll for me. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind it too much. I didn't mind um, the sort of, again, going off a little bit because it's sort of been prominent since Tomb Raider Legend, I guess. Or mostly when they did Anniversary and they brought the dad into it. But like he was only, you know, he was only sort of there. He was there in the background. And he became more and more and more forefront. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point, actually. I didn't think about it. So it's kind of like no parents in one to six, very much independent woman doing her own thing yeah and then it was amelia yeah she's her mom and now it's dad richard 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 (laughs) (laughs) Richard. (laughs) her mom's hyacinth bouquet yeah (laughs) so yeah so that was a bit of a thing and i think for me i was already grumbling because the actor who plays her dad who plays richard croft i think his name's dominic someone kind of erasing from memory knob the comments that were made that he made about classic lara was that something quote unquote i can't remember the actual thing that he said but it was along the lines of it's not how it used to be when it was just tits and ass it actually has meaning now along those lines yeah and i was like what you're a prick yeah i mean when it, as, as soon as someone attacks your something you care about i think for me it was kind of like you've just got a job on this film the reason why you've got the job on this film is because of that that started the tits it. and ass that started yeah. it. Is it. You so crassly put it, and it's like you clearly don't know anything about the franchise if you're coming out saying that shit. Yeah, that's just how I felt. So I was a bit of a stroppy diva when he, you know, raised his little head. Yeah, I mean, I went into the whole thing just being like, you know, this is sort of what it is. I didn't like. On the lead up to the film, when there was a whole thing about her being like a bike courier, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense for Lara Croft, and I no. I didn't really mind it in the end. I didn't mind I that think... whole like the whole like first twenty minutes where it's like her, she's just getting by on like a day job and stuff. I it it just didn't really. I, think I, they... I actually managed to separate yeah. it out as being like Lara Croft. Well, I think it all comes into what happened at the end and stuff. Well, well I don't so. think it really kind of... When I read Bike Career, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Because I thought they meant Bike Career as in sort of an actual Bike Career when they would deliver mail or post to companies and stuff like that. I didn't realise it was going to be like she works for like Deliveroo or yeah. like Uber Eats. And that's basically what she is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so a bit of backstory with that. She sort of doesn't really want to... I mean, she's a croft, but she doesn't really want to be done with any of her dad's sort of... Grandeur. No. And, like, she's... money. She wants to try and do things herself. Which, it, it all kind of makes sense, you know, in a in a today uh, sort of story. It, you know, it, it all adds up. It all... I, you know, I don't mind it. I so. think there's that... The in, <laughs> That's all I can really in, say. There's an independence there from her at the, at the start, which isn't at, in the games, I don't think. No, I mean, I feel like the, the this game film ca- covers kind of... so much that the three games haven't been able to do, albeit I can't say much about Shadow because I've not played enough of it yet. No, but... I've not finished either. Um, but again, that's the story for another day. Yeah. So she basically gets arrested and Anna bails her out, who is in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Rise. Rise of the Tomb Raider, sorry. <laughs> I'm fucking confused. 
And Anna in the game is American, but in the film she's played by Kristen Scott Thomas. Yeah. And I don't know if Kristen Scott Thomas is actually American playing Anna as in, uh, like a Brit. Yeah, I don't know. Not a clue. I don't know. Um, but it makes more sense from the point of view that Anna is a British lady, I think. Yeah. Just because I of, thought that made more because sense. of Richard's sort of past as well, you feel like he'd be involved with like all these toffs anyway. So <laughs> yeah, basically. <clears throat> yeah. So she doesn't seem that villainous to begin with. I the vibe I got was obviously in the original origin story. I believe it was her aunt who she inherited Croft Manor from her aunt. So I thought, oh, it sort of it gave me that kind of vibe. Yeah. Rather than... Because when she said Anna, I was like, surely they don't mean, like, the Anna. Yeah. And then, obviously, it is once you get to the end and you realise, fucking hell, shit's going down. Looks like that's where it's going next. Yeah. Yeah. So that relationship, I was a bit like, oh, okay. I understand where that kind of ties through. So she basically goes... I think she accepts, basically, that her father's dead, doesn't she? And she goes to sort of sign a will and finds this little puzzle that they used to sort of play with when she was a kid with him. Yeah. I loved all that sort of stuff. Well, that's yeah. really cool. That's really like harkening back to sort of Indiana Jonesy type that that sort of um, adventure sort of film where it's like you've got this little trinket that leads you off on a adventure. So once it opens, she finds a photo of her and her her dad when she was a little girl. Yeah, and there's a key. Something like that. Yeah. So on Croft Manor grounds, don't they already? There's like a mausoleum, isn't there? Yeah. On the grounds, which has obviously her mom in, and then I think they've sort of. I guess there's a passage of time. I don't really... No, there can't have been passage of time. How do you mean? Because obviously she gets the key, doesn't she? She she takes the middle bit of his name out to put the key in. Oh, yeah, from the little bit from the R and then puts the key in, yeah. And then it's got this whole sort of other room. It's like a hidden archaeology room where he does all his research, or did all his research. Yeah, so she then finds a tape to sort of say, you know, it's proud, I'm basically dead. (laughs) Why do I sound like the Duchess? (laughs) Mrs. Oh, Belinda, oh, I'm dead. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> if you listen to my dad wrote a porno, which is one of the greatest podcasts ever made, yeah, it's very true though. Um, I don't did know why. Like <laughs> the Duchess, though. <laughs> Belinda, oh Sprout, oh Sprout. <laughs> <laughs> if you're reading this, basically, I'm dead. I'm dead. Oh. But yeah, <laughs> I any- can't get anyone. Over that. Everyone's got the gist now. Everyone's got the gist. Um, so she basically chose to do her dad's work. Yeah, she gets some, some finds some lead for some guy in China who's sold a boat to him Lu or something. Chen. Yeah, and then um, heads so off to China. He's doing the the original sort of he wants to buy a boat. Richard wants to buy a boat off Lu Chen, so she goes on that information to find Lu Chen, but it's actually Lu Chen Junior Junior, right? Something like something that. like that. So basically, they're kind of both doing their dad's work or like yeah, trying to the much. loose ends. Um, so once they get to Yamatai, they sort of get rescued by Matthias. Very quickly, though. Have just rewind wrong? it back a little tiny bit. Let's rewind it. Not as far as the Duchess, though, I hope. No, 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 no. I feel, she's I gone. Feel like she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. You know, the, the fight on the docks was really cool. The fight on the docks. When her bag gets stolen. And again, I'm going to... Uh, there's a few things to say about 4DX here. With the whole, like when she was running along the the wood and like in your back you would feel like vibrations as if it was you running you get that sort of feeling yeah and your seats and, move and everything like yeah that. so and when you're on like, water was, when there was pun- you bob and yeah. when there was punches and all this sort of thing and yeah and then obviously they go off to yamatai 
and I think the best part for me in 4DX was the bit where the boat gets caught in a storm and the the room throws everything at you. So I was sitting there in a little t-shirt. in the fucking elements, right? And it felt no, like crazy. when she came out on the deck of the boat and there was these massive waves and water crashing up against it and you were getting splashed from all different angles because there's like the, the air jets as well in the in the, in seats. the headrest, yeah. They like blow past your ears and then you got like the fans for the wind and then... Yeah, it just, and I, I was in actual, it sounds like a cliche almost, but it was like a prop, just really and shocked. And lightning as well. Yeah. Which yeah. is really good. We're just really shocked by the whole thing, because it's like, fair enough, I probably shouldn't have taken my hoodie off, because I was really cold, but at the same time I was thinking, <laughs> this is really you, cool you that I'm cold. You were in the action cold. though, Yeah, because it's mean? like, I'm feeling what she's feeling, basically. And I so, think we're absolutely fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, then they get to Yamatai and it's, uh, yeah, they meet Matthias, who's played by Wal- Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. Yeah, which I've seen him crop up again. With some very impressive veneers, may I just add. Ant-Man's or something like that, I think. I think it was fine. I think when I just think of Matthias, I just think of his absolute This crazy job. cult guy from the first game. Which I, sp- yeah, so I guess it's kind of... Still it's, villainous, but not as sort of cultish. He, he felt like a mix of hit, uh, Matthias from the first game and whoever the main villain is in Rise, which I can't remember his name, but that like Merc. It was almost like a blend of them two. It's Anna's brother. Oh, is it? Yeah, I can't. Well, Chris. I can't remember what his name was. No, something like that. Basically, that's the thing. I just found it quite samey. Yeah, I mean, I, but I can again, get that. we'll we'll we do, yeah, we. We'll delve in another time. Yeah, it kind of felt like that. So they were, you know, they they're pulling all these things out of the, these new games, and you can see where they came up. It's like the ship they went on there was the Endurance, which is named as the same one from the the games as well. So, but yeah, something like that. something boots off, and doesn't she fall somewhere? And she sees this guy like scrambling up a cliffside. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You got. To what else happened before? Oh my god, yeah, loads happened before that. They had to, there was a huge scene from, well, they, they, you know, things kick off and they escape like this encampment of baddies, or she does, gets caught in a river, goes down this like oh, waterfall. Fuck yeah, I forgot about that. And she gets caught on the plane, which is a scene directly taken from the game, which was one yes. of my favourite scenes in the game. I really liked that. I have to say though, when I was like, starting, I was like, oh, this is going to be shit, blah, blah, blah. Alicia Vikander was bloody fantastic. Like how yeah. she trained for that role is yeah. insane. Like the woman is ripped. Like yeah. she could kick your fucking head in. Yes, she's um she's a badass. She's muscly. <laughs> she's muscly. Yeah, like she's built like a brick shit house. I think which I'm very impressed by. Like all of that obviously she was on wires and stuff like that, but it's still really impressive. She, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I love that whole scene where she gets caught in the plane and then the glass breaks and then like she's got a parachute on and Mm. all that sort of kicks off but then you forget like she is an Oscar winner yes so like you just I don't know like I think because of her other works I've not I've not really seen like I've heard of what she's done yeah yeah but then I was like when I actually sat and thought about it I was like well yeah she's probably going to be a decent choice because she's won a fucking Oscar yeah exactly yeah it's not like she can't do this (laughs) no but I think that's the thing it's again it's a subject matter yeah I I think no one's going to play her I feel like what she brings though blends class classic and new lara quite well though she's got a really the, good attitude whereas i think in yeah. game 2013 lara is as wet as a bag of bloody kippers. she's a bit too 
you know, she nah. <laughs> just too whimpery. She hasn't got as much. She hasn't got as much go about her in the sense. Of, and a load of people, if I said that to them, would be like, "Yeah, well, if you were in the same situation, it's like but you're not going to." No, and it's Lara Croft. It's a character. She yeah. is fictional. No matter how much we want to think she's real, you know, I, you know, mm. I'm the same there. But she's a character. Yeah. It's like. But then obviously you have this whole thing of, I know we spoke about this with Darren and we spoke about this numerous times on and off the podcast, but this whole of Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, it's like, well, surely you'd be there by now. But even when I play, there's certain little nuances in Shadow that I I have played. Obviously, like I said, I hold my hands up, I haven't played the whole thing, so I can't form a full opinion just yet. But even there's some things that I'm like, come on, like, Mm. this is game three. Yeah. You're still in my opinion, still heavily relying on Jonah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, Jonah's a lovely bloke. Whereas the film it's does not... all what, what the first three... Well, you know, it takes her from nothing to being the Tomb Raider in yeah, every in like sense of hours. what everyone two expects. Hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how she played her, I was really... Even before she was sort of Tomb Raiding, as it were, Yeah, she had this sort of... There's a bit when she's sort of fighting this other girl in the ring and you can kind of see that you know, she's almost choking to death. Yeah. But she doesn't want to tap out and she, she sort of ha- has to tap out. And you can see that sort of inner eyes that she's like, no, that's, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, even the certain things that she says, or, you know, when she goes to collect that food order, she's talking in their native tongue. Yeah. And it's like, she doesn't seem naive to how she appears in the 2013 game. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. It's like she's still got the credits to her name almost. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I feel like in the games, she's very... Just got out of university. Literally, and yeah. And doesn't know anything. But is so... But literally doesn't know fucking anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know that sounds really harsh, but that's just, again, my opinion, which does... I'm not saying this to sound one way or the other, but it genuinely means nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. If you think I'm wrong, that's totally cool. Mm. Like we can still be pals if we have different opinions. That's the beauty of life, no? Sure. Um, but yeah, after really she, um, yeah, it's very deep. Sorry. Um, the no, the bit I liked, and it's kind of like a parallel, yeah, because you have that bit at the beginning with the boxing, and she has to tap out because she's been like in a headlock or whatever the hell was going on there. Mm. Um, and then you have the bit later on where she has her first kill, which is again very much like the. Kind of similar to the scene in the where first game the where she shoots her guy who's trying to attack her. Um, by much, I think I preferred it here because I found it way Kanda, more emotional. Yeah, she seemed like she was really upset by what she was doing, but she knew like you can almost see it in her face, like it was this sort of. And again, you know, a game, you know, it's a few years old now. It can't do what a film can do with actual actors and all that yeah. sort of thing. But you can, you know, you can really see this sort of like. I don't want to do this, but I have no choice because you're going to kill me if I don't stop I you. think it was more, for me personally, again, as per, it was more obvious that it affected her more. And I feel like you could kind of see that throughout, like when she was going to, was she going to kill Matthias or something a bit further on in the film? Well, she still had the, she and still she had like, the comeback with the bow where she came in and was killing lots of people after that and it wasn't affecting her as much, which happened in the game because that was a big problem with the first game, I think, is you kill this guy and she's literally crying from it. And then she's and the like, next scene, you're just rampage. murdering like hundreds of people. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't, like, if you just, like pace that differently it might have made yeah. a bit more sense i mean to me when i was playing it i didn't i didn't think about that to be honest when i first played the first game so i can't comment on it now really no. but um 
Yeah, then she finds um, yeah her dad again. <laughs> now this bit. This is the bit that annoyed me. Yeah, I I was like, you're winning at the minute. It's like if someone's making me a sandwich and then they put mayo and pickles on it. I was like, you've lost me now. <laughs> and by pickles, I mean gherkins. But like, you've lost me. Yeah. You had me, now you've lost me. Yeah. So I was sort of thinking, are you fucking serious? Like, I know we have dad because of the flashback moments, but I was like, are we really looking at bloody Tom Hanks in Castaway as he sat in a fucking cave? <laughs> And she's cutting his hair. Like, yeah. are, we, are we really doing this? And I was a bit disappointed in that. But then I feel like as the film progressed, as much, as dull as I found that sort of, you know, subplot, plot, I don't know. I suppose it is a main plot, I suppose isn't it? it's the main thing, yeah. Um, I kind of got it at the same time. I was glad when it was done. Yeah, no, I, I, didn't, I, I, I liked know, their... At the um, end. I didn't mind what, how they... Yeah, exactly. Because of how it ended, I didn't mind when I looked back on it. It was like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't really care. There's can, part of me that, that, wished, that wished that would have happened in the game. Because it's like, I feel like where the film is heading now, Yeah. that the dad thing is done. Well, yeah, it's like bringing it's Lara back to Lara. Up, yeah. Um, which I feel like, I know this obviously, this trilogy in the game sphere is now sort of tied up. Yeah. And that's fine. Again, I don't know how it ends because I haven't played the rest of Shadow. But I think it would have been nice for a quicker exit from Dad. Yeah. Or just not be there altogether, but we can't have everything. We no. Want, obviously. <laughs> but yeah, so it, as as much as it, I found it quite annoying and irritating in the film, you know, it's just one of them, isn't it? I knew it was coming, but I think for that reveal, I was like, oh, really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it did make sense in the end. I, 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 it didn't bother me, really. Um I guess if you were I watching just, it from I'm a moviegoer and I've, I don't, I know of Lara Croft because it's so pop culture. I, to me, like there's not there's not really anyone I've ever met that doesn't know the name Lara Croft. Yeah, and same. know that she's a character from a game. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. you haven't got to be tech savvy or this to sort of know that that sort of pop culture reference because that's booted off the whole. Basically, the you know other than Spice Girls, like that girl power kind of thing you know feminist movement which i'm all bloody for darling yeah um so i suppose if you're just watching it for an action film i suppose then it would make kind of sense yeah so looking at it from that point of view i get it but from personal preference point of view i could have done without it yeah but to be fair it didn't put me off the whole film no well i think the end saved the film yeah i mean yeah well yeah she had her independence by the end but I think one of my favourite parts was, you know, after she finds her dad, she decides that she's going to go and... Because <clears throat> Matthias is trying to get into this tomb uh, to find Himiko. Uh, I think basically Matthias has, ba- has said to her that he's killed her dad. Yeah, and that wasn't a reality at all. No. Well, it was... I think he thought he killed him and he, and then he, got, sort he actually survived. Got away and... Happened, yeah. Yeah. And Kind of... You know, understandably enough, and he was on the island still insane. trying to lead them away from actually finding the tomb because so whatever was in inside there. it, so that Lara was protected. So all that sort of stuff, yeah, that makes sense. Standard, makes sense, makes sense. Um, you know, world world ending type stuff. He doesn't want it to happen naturally. Makes sense. Why? I mean, yeah, like any father. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't really want that. No, so <laughs> I, you know, I got all that sort of thing. But I think the parts I liked the most was when they went into. When they finally open the, the tomb, tomb yeah. and you have like these, these trials that are very much—they really reminded me of 
in the same way that at the end of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, you have these trials to get to the ultimate goal, and you have like three or whatever of them. That did feel really. I I feel like that felt very film to me, and I think it worked really well for the film. I feel like out of all of the games, that was the most Tomb Raider thing. Tomb Tomb Raider thing. I mean, as when I say all of the games, I obviously mean 2013 onwards. Obviously not original because it does what it says on the tin in the original. Yeah. So it was nice to sort of see an actual tomb and Himiko's tomb rather than here she is causing havoc. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I always like that sort of dynamic in films. We have like the villain is working with them to get something. I don't know why. This mm. is something that... I, it I, was I quite freaky though. I was surprised that kind of the few sort of things at the end, you know, when they opened Himiko's tomb and she well, That was a big twist of, is the fact yeah. that it wasn't supernatural after all. It was a natural thing that was like rare, a rare disease basically that Himiko had. Wiped had. Out. As the legend said that she was a really horrible person and these her followers basically they tied her up and dragged her into this tomb and locked her away forever because she was so vicious and horrid and that wasn't the result at all. It was actually she did it on her own because she had a virus she was immune to that when you touch her you basically die within a few minutes. And that's, that's what happens in the film. <laughs> yeah. It's quite it's quite grim. So I think to avoid that that sort of spreading they have and there's other things other facets that's happening in that tomb richard basically has to say to lara that he's got to blow up the tomb because isn't he injured at this point i think he's been t- he's, 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 he's been, been shot. he's been infected by the stuff oh yeah i think yeah. i think Something's so happened that's bad. something like <laughs> basically he's like crippled in some form or variety and yeah she's got to basically leave him behind and he's gonna which she struggles with because she's only literally only cinema again for what about two hours yeah probably just a few hours just like half a day or something and now she's got to actually see him pretty much kill himself for the you know the great the greater good (laughs) the greater good what a great dad yeah you know (laughs) so she gets out frees everyone kills a few more people kills the main villain which i think is a really cool fight i it like it was all a that really bit. good fight and his death and things and yeah. it's like and yeah that's very him in the jaw, knocks him off this like ledge into um a pit of misery misery <laughs> oh deep dark so this pit of like skeletons he's just like loads of people who can't make the jump basically i think is the yeah because they they use a ladder to get across and i think the, the trial is essentially you've got to prove your worth by getting over the gap by yeah. jumping it. But they forgot the ladder. <laughs> but they just come up and go, oh, just, just whack a ladder across there, it'll be right. <laughs> yeah, sound. So when she gets out, she's sort of embraced. Lara Croft. Yeah. She the mantle. Croft. And she gets the leather jacket, she gets the manor, she gets the braid and her hair. And of course, she gets the glorious pistols at the end as well. Yeah. And the infamous line, I'll take two. Yes. Um, there's a lot of memes in this film when you watch back through so it you think memes. like I see these all the time now <laughs> yeah which is fine yeah but overall I do think it was a good film I did enjoy it I think it wasn't the best film I've ever watched but then I thought it was above average for a video game adaptation film oh my film. god yeah usually definitely. they're wank yeah, usually <laughs> so... they are horrifically shit yeah so I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen in, in the next one because weren't the nods to the dagger of Jeanne in in Rise of the Tomb Raider, there was yeah. nods to the Dagger of Jeanne, I think. So basically, I forgot to say this is quite important, actually. When um, Lara signs Richard's will, oh, so of basically course, she yeah. has Croft... There's a place in London called Croft Holdings, which is basically Richard's company... That owns, shitloads that owns of other a companies. shitload of other companies, which Anna 
was kind, kind of, of overseeing. Yeah. She obviously worked there, and that's how her and Richard met in, in his this, absence in this universe, anyway. Um, so Lara's sort of seen this man who's been in loads of films, and I love him. And every time I can't think what his name is. Yeah, neither. I know what you mean, though. Absolutely yeah. made, though. If you've seen it, you'll know who I mean. Yeah. So she signs that over, and then she sees Anna go into the lift and look back. So basically, she Lara doesn't really understand what's been going on. So she says, oh, we own all of these companies. Yeah. And basically, Matthias's company... Well, the one he worked the for. The one he worked for is involved in Croft Holdings to, with something to do with Anna. So she sort of twigs towards the end that... Well, you see their name, Shit's don't you? Gone down. In the um, in the like ledger of all the companies. Yeah. Um, anyone who's played the reboot games will know instantly what the name means. But I think she comes across Trinity, and it's like, ah, uh, so they own the villain company. Yeah. Essentially. Um, <laughs> so you see Anna getting into this lift, and you see her face sort of change. Yeah, she looks very well. It's like she set it up all along, really. Tried to yeah. get her to take Richards findings out to Matthias so they could open the tomb up. Yeah, so I feel like they're eradicating Anna's brother from the film. Yeah, so they've a- sort of used Matthias as They've completely set it all up. between almost. Yeah, as Anna being the main villain of the next film and Lara yeah. being much more like classic Lara. It wouldn't you know, it won't surprise me and it won't bother me if they use you know like um Lara's the Angelina well, vibe. With the new Lara stuff, obviously she has her bow and she has her pickaxe, which I'm surprised she actually didn't use loads of in this film. No, like there's, I there's think specific it was there scenes. because it was obviously in the game, wasn't it? Yeah, but it's like that. That's kind of her new like look of weapons. Mm. So it wouldn't surprise me if they go out in the next one and have like a, almost like a combination where, mm. you know, she still has the bow or like in certain locations she has them and the mm. doesn't have the pistols. Like I feel like they'll you know they'll figure something out, but. It's my, I'm really looking forward to seeing how, like, will she have Winston in the next one? Now that she has literally, like, there's people you see pottering around in the grounds, like, um, just gardeners and stuff, when she yeah. pulls up at Croft Manor. But she's got, like, the whole Angelina look back. So yeah. if they just all of a sudden now went, oh, back to daddy and back to... See, I don't back, think it's going to go that way. The jacket. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, that's what I mean. I can't, they can't do that now because you've set it up like this. You have yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You can't just forget a no. plot point you've whacked in at the end there. Oh, I'll grab two of these pistols. I just, I just like the look of them. I didn't want to actually use them. <laughs> no, so you can't really. I, I really hope that they listen to what. I mean, obviously they want to listen to what all the fans want, and that's fine. I think they'll just embody both of them. But I hope it's kind they'll of a, do a combination an thing of two. And but I just hope she she still has this better character that Alicia's given her. Well, yeah, she'll just be go out and get it, won't she? You know, yeah. you could tell by the way she was, like, determined, the way she looked and everything at the end was so much more of that Angelina vibe. Through, <laughs> even through, like, sort of the more emotional scenes and stuff like that, I didn't feel as though there was those moments, like, in the old, in the games where it was just wet flannel vibes. It, even though she was emotional, it was relevant do you yeah. know what I mean like she just still didn't give up whereas I feel like in the games it was more like oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give up yeah like I'm just a whinger stop mm. fucking whinging Christ <laughs> annoying but yeah so I did I did really enjoy it I don't know where it's gonna go I think I probably will think more about that I guess once I've finished Shadow yeah because I can't really sort of say it's gonna be this or this because I haven't got to that point yet whatever's gonna happen with the series next I reckon is gonna be even if they carry on with this iteration of Lara, it's still going to be a shake-up, I feel. Like, it's going to be 
mm. years later and they'll they'll change the way they're doing it because because of the way half the fan base is i feel like you know they're gonna they're gonna listen to the, those people but they wanted to finish what they started which is fair enough yeah um, definitely um but you've got like they're focusing on i think they've got an avengers project coming up or something yeah. like that that was teased years ago and it's like now they you know they're getting around to that so i guess they've done their trilogy of tomb raider and they'll you know they'll put that on the shelf for a little while and I go mean, right how are we going to change this i now? think a lot of people are wanting i mean people have enjoyed shadow i think more than the other two I think because you've got like those jungly vibes, the temple vibes, it's very much like it, the setting yeah. is very classic Tomb Raider. And I think she's got a bit more about her. I mean, I don't personally see it, but I feel like the challenges of it, so you can change difficulty. I, f- I feel like a lot of people have been a lot happier with this game. And that's great because even if, say, I haven't enjoyed it as much as I would have enjoyed the other games, it's nice to know that people that we've met or people or like, other fans are, are still enjoying the franchise however they kind of wish to you know yeah no i uh, yeah i agree to be honest i feel like you know i don't really have a problem with camilla's like portrayal of her really um i think it just become quite like uh samey by the time you get to shadow and you hear a lot of like similar phrases and things Mm. and you you know you're gonna get that because if if she was real she would obviously only have one voice but it um it'd be interesting to see what a new voice actor would bring to this version of lara that, yeah. that could I, change I, things. I don't know where it's going to go. I mean, in an ideal world, they'd get one of the classic ladies back and and kind of do that again. I'm I'm hoping that, even if it's a new actress, I hope that it's she's a little bit older, she's more sort of earned her stripes, as it were. So basically more just how she was in the first game. <laughs> I feel like that's what they would do, to be honest. I don't think they would... They're not going to go Even if six bo- years down the line, ten no. years down the line. They're not going to go, right, Tomb Raider 4, and it's straight after Shadow. It's going to no. be, there's going to have to be some sort I of I think time it just pass. needs to be new, like a new universe in terms of, I mean, it can it can have that as their sort of story from where it was, but just let's just put the dad thing to bed. Yeah, put the trilogy let's to bed and move on with this version of Lara. Woman, stronger. I, I won't be bothered. You know, just a bit more of what why we fell in love with it. Yeah. Rather than such a far cry of that whole character. That's that's what I would like and I feel like with this second film, I think I already know she's gonna have a lot about her and that's what excites me. Yeah. Um where the story's gonna go again I don't know. But I'll go and see it. We'll go and see it and definitely gonna watch it in four Definitely for the exit, yeah, that's gotta <laughs> I be think, done. If I'm honest, I don't know whether I would have enjoyed it as much if we didn't we hadn't have seen it in that. Yeah. I feel like it's just it you don't I don't know how to explain it. You don't not enjoy it if you don't see it in 4DX. No. When I first saw it, it was like it was a lot I, more immersive. I was never bored. Um, no. Or like, oh god, why is this happening? Or, you know, it, it went quick. I do think. But I wasn't like, oh my god, best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> no, no. But that's to be expected from a video game film. You go in. Or just any film. I, think, I guess so. Know, yeah. It's, it's one of them. I would I would say it's definitely worth watching. Um, because it's not it's not too heavy. It's not one of those things you've really got to pay the most attention to. No, you can you pick it up quite yeah easy so i would say a solid like six seven out of ten yeah i'd say that as well i think it's got like a six point something hasn't it on imdb as well, which is respectable yeah it might be higher sorry if i've got that completely wrong i mean i'm sure i've said (laughs) here it it is with an eight or something (laughs) yeah ten out of ten no i don't think anything game wise has got that high no i think for me i still even though it wasn't a like official i suppose it was in a way but the um, Uncharted one, I think, is the best that I've ever seen. 
and that was 15 minutes long. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. But Which you can we've listen to there, on episode yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, if you go back to the uh, the inception of uh, the vault, you can uh, find out more there on that. Yeah. But, yeah. More on as and when we have it. That kind of wraps <laughs> up that. I guess we've, you know... We will do more sort of video game movie adaptations or just some films in general. I really want to do a podcast about The Rune. Oh, God, we could be here for days. It's just so good. Just cringing for our life. Yeah. But, yeah, we can, we'll get we'll make, to that We might some make point. one exception for that. Yeah. Well, actually, there is a game of that. There is. Which yeah. we could kind of go into, but that's for another day. Yeah, we'll figure something out. So, thanks for listening again. Yes, thank you very much. We're just going to probably watch a film. No. Probably go and watch a film. Probably go and do something. Play a game. Wait. <laughs> Trying to learn lines. Have fun. Bye. Bye. <laughs>